With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like, choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline Second hour of My Guys in the Desert, Matt Humans, Vinny Maiulo, and uh, thanks to Jimmy Ott of ESPN Baton Rouge for stopping by in the first hour to break down some college football. We have uh, Brian Edwards joining us in five minutes. Brian's a, a very sharp college capper as well, and uh, he's got several best bets this week. Vinny, do you, would you, if you put a number on this, do you think we're going to see Deshaun Watson play in this NFL regular season? Yes, no. <sighs> Matt, right now, given the fact that there's uh, the authorities and the league are looking into these legal issues, and again, I uh, hope it turns out good for him and uh, the other side, everybody involved, uh, I, I'd have to say no. I don't know how you – I mean, he's been out for this this much time and he's working out and everything, but I, I don't know. There's not a lot of information coming out uh, about it, so I'd have to say – uh, that, that unfortunately no is uh, is probably a favorite. Yeah, I, th- I think no's got to be the favorite there as well, and it makes it a, a tricky situation when the Texans are looking to trade him. At first, they're like, "No way, we're going to trade Deshaun Watson." I eh, probably should have made the deal oh. a long time ago before the scandal uh, popped up. But according to Pro Football Talk, Deshaun Watson hopes a trade will happen. But the Texans are playing a game of chicken as they decide whether to wait for someone to offer what they want or take what. They can get. I think at this point, and we, we've heard the rumors that the Dolphins are interested in a deal for Deshaun Watson. How do you even make that trade? And do you include Tua uh, Tagovailoa in that trade if uh, you're trying to get Watson and you don't know if he's going to even going to be able to play this season? So I, I agree with you. I'm not man. sure how how you can make that trade happen. But 
again, rumors are, you know, are exactly that. Uh, a great Fleetwood Mac album, but uh, that's the way I look at it. I, I just, I think, but if that's, if that's even being floated, that tells you a lot about the Dolphins' quarterback situation. I mean, here they are. They moved up, right? Didn't they move up last year to get to? Oh, uh, Tua was a guy. To, I mean, yeah. it. They could have. They had all those first round, Justin first Herbert. and second round picks. Had Justin Herbert as well on the radar, but um, so I think it says more about the Dolphins and their quarterback situation uh, than than anything here, but. I don't. I don't know how you how you how you trade for him. I mean, you don't know if the guy's going to be able to play. Sean Watson's one of those guys who would uh, move numbers too. Let's say if he were eligible to play 16 games, he would affect the win total. He would affect oh, the odds because course. he's a guy who's a game changer. But at this point, I don't think Deshaun Watson changes anything. No. Uh, how about Cam Newton or Mac Jones? Does it matter to you if Bill Belichick says, "Hey, I'm going with the veteran," or "I'm going with the rookie"? Now, I've got a bet on the Patriots over nine wins. I went ahead and put a small bet on the Patriots, 35-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, even though right now, today, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Who knows what might happen by December because I, I love a lot of what I see in the Patriots at this point. I was talking with a guy over the weekend who also loves the Patriots, and he said, I don't want to see Mac Jones, a quarterback. I want Cam Newton. I said, I'm fine with Mac Jones. I actually would rather see Mac Jones. I don't care if it's week one or if it's uh, week three or four. It doesn't matter uh, to me really who starts week one against the Dolphins in Foxborough, but eventually I think Mac Jones gives the Patriots a better chance to win. I think they're going to be better offensively. They can run that Tom Brady-type offense with Mac Jones. They can't run that with Cam. And if you watch both the quarterbacks in that Mm -hmm. preseason game against the Giants over the weekend, Mac Jones looked a lot better. Matt, uh, that game that you mentioned, uh, week one, Patriots at home, open two, and now uh, they laid to two, laid two and a half, sitting at three. We used nine and a half for mm-hmm. the win total. I think that uh, uh, certainly uh, Chris Andrews was uh, 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 definitely, I agree with Chris. I mean, we were in agreement with you uh, that they would be better. Uh, players opted out last year. Defense should be better. Um, I think the offense is solid. Does it matter who? I think you're going to see both both guys. I mean, I, I don't think it really matters. In other words, I don't think this number is going to be impacted in week one tremendously by either one. Um, right. But uh, uh, it, it wouldn't shock me if, if either one uh, started the season uh, for, the, for the Patriots. But at some point, I think we're going to see Mac Jones. I think the Patriots have found their next Tom Brady. Not to say he's going to win six Super Bowls there. I mean, nobody would ever make that prediction. But he's a guy I think is going to be the franchise quarterback. And he looks like he's ready to play to me uh, right now. I'm okay with throwing the rookie in there. And it's not like uh, he's green, right? He played at the highest level at Alabama and was coached at the highest level. So I think he should be ready to play. Is Carson Wentz going to be ready for the Colts in week one? He was placed on the COVID list earlier today. He could come off of that list in five days. But uh, that's a wait-and-see situation with Colts. Man, it's been a dramatic uh, past few weeks. All right, quick break. Back in a minute, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. My guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook, Matt Humans, Vinny Maiulo, and uh, joined in studio in the first hour by Jimmy Ott yes. of ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge to talk college football. Now it's Brian Edwards straight out of Florida. And, uh, Brian, I'm going to hit you 
Uh, right off the bat with the same game we talked about at length with Jimmy Ott, and I think it's one of the most intriguing games in college football early in the season. LSU at UCLA, and the Bruins open with a 44-10 victory over Hawaii. Uh, I thought that was more about Hawaii just being really bad, and that was a disappointing performance. But how do you handicap uh, this game, SEC versus Pac-12 on Saturday at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena? Well, I absolutely loved LSU earlier in the summer, and I still like it, and I'm, I've already bet it. So uh, I'm, I'm on LSU now. Uh, a couple of things that are making me not as bullish on it is that Miles Brennan got hurt, although it didn't matter to me whether it was going to be Max Johnson or Miles Brennan. I like them both, but now if Johnson gets hurt, uh, that's going to be really bad news because they'll have to go to a true freshman. But also one of their stud defensive tackles, Glenn Logan, uh, broke his foot a couple of weeks ago. And so he's out. And then, not that this is that big a deal, but on Saturday they had to bus to Houston. Instead of four hours, it took ten and change. And they're practicing in Houston until Thursday when they go to L.A. But I'm still on LSU. Um, And now after that performance the other day by UCLA, they're now 11 and 21 straight up, 15 and 17 against the spread on Chip Kelly's watch. But 13 of those 21 losses are by margins of nine points or more. Johnson had an eight to one TDI and T ratio last year, played great in his only two starts, one at Florida, 37-34, and then outdueled Matt Corral, 53 to 48, the win over Ole Miss. And uh, I'm on the Tigers. All right, Brian Edwards, VegasInsider.com. Handicapper, follow him on Twitter at VegasBEdwards. And uh, Vinny, I think we've talked about enough about that game for now. Let's talk about some Thursday night games mm-hmm. because we got a, we got a couple of good ones this week. Boise State and Central Florida. And Vinny, what do you have at the South Point for numbers on the, the Broncos and the Knights? Uh, the Knights, Matt, up to uh, five and a half here, four and a half on the over. Initially, uh, money came in uh, on, uh, on Boise, but uh, it's been a pretty steady stream now of uh, uh, money on Central Florida up to five and a half. The total sixty eight and a half right now. Brian, what do you um, what do you expect of this uh, UCF team in the first year under Gus Malzahn? Uh, I think they're going to be good. They've got a terrific quarterback. Uh, I'm not as bullish on Boise State uh, this year as I usually am. Uh, obviously, a coaching change uh, there. Uh, this game I'm going to be on the sidelines for. Might get involved at halftime or something uh, in-game-wise. Um, now, the total should be interesting. I could see it going over, but uh, right now it's a pass for me. All right. Here's a game you do have action on, Vinny. It's 139-140 on the rotation. Yes, it is. App State, uh, 13 on the opener, down to 10.5. So East Carolina uh, getting uh, getting the betting attention here. And this uh, total, 57.5. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over here. Uh, East Carolina's uh, games last year, uh, often went over. In fact, seven of their nine combined scores were 59 or more. They also had combined scores of 64, 68, 72, 78, 79, and 90. And uh, Holton, Holton Ollers, uh, their quarterback, is outstanding. 25 career starts, 7,093 career passing yards, 51 to 22. TDI and T ratio, the East Carolina quarterback, has also rushed for 1,060 career yards and 13 touchdowns. Uh, he loses Blake Prohl, uh, his best wide receiver, but he's got all of his other weapons back. They've got a first-team All-AAC running back in Rajay Harris. And look, App State's got some of the best running backs uh, in the country. Uh, I'm 
not so sure about Chase Bryce. He had a nightmare season at Duke uh, last year, but he really just needs to hand the ball off. ECU is garbage on defense. They should be able to, App State should be able to score 40 plus uh, just being uh, one dimensional with the running attack. But App State does have wide receiver Corey Sutton back as well. He uh, opted out last year. He's got 1,374 uh, career receiving yards. And uh, yeah, back to the backfield. Peoples, 1,124 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns, 6.7 yards per carry for the Mountaineers last year. And then Harrington, uh, their backup had seven touchdowns, 5.6 yards per carry. And their third string guy, Noel, 510 yards, 6.2 yards per carry average. I like the over ECU and App State. All right, did you lay, and by the way, you played that over 57. Did you lay a good number with Alabama? That was as low as 13, up as high as 19 at some spots. That game's in Miami, excuse me, that game is in uh, Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. Alabama, Miami on uh, Saturday afternoon. No, shame on me. I wasn't able to get to Vegas uh, when the games of the year came out. I did get some Alabama, not a ton, but a little bit at 17. Uh, if the first half line, uh, which I haven't seen one, but if it's, 10 or fewer, I'll definitely have a little on Alabama. I might I might even be willing to go to 11 uh, in the first half. Obviously, uh, they went 11-2 and two in the first half last year, the only non-covers against Georgia and Ole Miss. Uh, I think Bryce Young is going to be really good for them. Um, and De'Aaron King, all reports are that he's looked healthy and played well uh, this fall, so Miami may be able to score some points. But uh, I think Alabama uh, probably gets it done. But, the, you know, it's you missed the boat. Uh, I don't know about 18 and a half or 19, but um, I got a better number than that. Vinny, any movement in the uh, total on that game? 60, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, yeah, 62. Not a lot of movement. I think it opened a little higher. We used we 62. Not no movement yet. All right, Clemson, Georgia is going to be a big one, obviously, and that's two oh seven, two oh eight on the rotation. A total ten points lower in that game. It's fifty two. Fifty two. Yep. And uh, right now, Matt, number is three. Game of the year, three, three and a half. Got as high as four when we reopened it. Uh, now back down to three. Brian, how are you looking to play Georgia, Clemson? I know you're going to have some action on this one. Yeah, as long as you can get three, which uh, Vinny just said you, mm -hmm. you can, and a, a lot of books are at three. Uh, I like Clemson. You know, Georgia's had some preseason issues. Uh, first off, they're starting or their star wide receiver, George Pickens, tore his ACL uh, in the spring. Uh, the highly touted transfer, Eric Gilbert. Uh, I haven't seen anything about him getting back to the team today. He's been on like a personal leave for a couple of weeks, so I doubt he's playing. Dominic Blaylock, one of their better receivers in 2019, tore his ACL last August. He still hadn't been cleared. Uh, he is out uh, versus Clemson. Tyke Smith, one of their DBs, is also out along with their other tight end. In addition uh, to Gilbert, Darnell Washington has got a foot injury. He's out for another month or so, and uh, they've just kind of got some issues, and I, I, I haven't been drinking the JT Daniels Kool-Aid like many people, I feel like, prognosticators have all summer. I mean, he was 4-7 and seven as a starter at USC, 15-11 15, 15 TDI and T ratio. His numbers were really good last year for Georgia, but he came in against Mississippi State. Uh, they only brought 43 uh, scholarship players to Athens because of COVID. They won by 7 as a 25-point favorite. Then he lit uh, South Carolina up, but uh, J.C. Horn had already opted out. Israel Muku Guamu had opted out. Muschamp had already been fired. And then he had good numbers against Mizzou, who had some COVID issues late, and then only 24 points against Cincy. So I'm not nearly as 
bullish on Georgia as most, and I like Clemson minus three. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, uh, I've said all along I'm not the biggest JT Daniels fan. I don't think he's got the strongest arm, and he was picking on some weak defenses uh, late in the year, and Cincinnati should have beat Georgia in that bowl game. Luke Fickle kind of blew it there at the end, and then uh, – and that I think, believe it ended up being a three-point win. Was it a 24 night? I can't remember. 24-21, Yeah, 24-21. That uh, okay. That Georgia won that game against Cincinnati in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Vinny. Uh, how about Florida Atlantic and Florida 203-204 Gators? Brian Edwards, your Gators laying 23 and a half, total of 52. What do you expect to see? It's going to be a new look Florida team. Yeah, I think Florida's going to be really good this year. Emory Jones has waited patiently, and I think he is ready to thrive. Uh, you know, he's gotten playing time throughout his career, you know, in the first half uh, possession or, or two here and there. Uh, he's got a 7-1 uh, to one career TDI and T ratio, 5.6 yards per carry average, 514 rushing yards. He's never fumbled in 92 uh, carries, but with all that said, uh, the debacle that F- that Florida's defense was last year, I just can't lay a big number with them. Although there's no reason to think the defense won't be vastly improved, they actually added another grad transfer from Auburn uh, earlier today. A guy that has started for Auburn the last couple of years at D tackle, so some D line uh, reinforcements. They also had a, another transfer from Auburn and Penn State that they added uh, to the D line during the off season. I think Florida's going to be really good, uh, but until that defense uh, shows me they're not going to be maligned by their issues from last year, I'm certainly not going to lay a big number with the Gators. Yeah, I think uh, we, we saw 24 and a half out there. Even uh, Yeah, we did have it at one point. Matt had 25 on the opener, yeah. Florida, and then uh, they took, uh, took the 25 and the 24. Brian, you said you like Western Kentucky at uh, what, 8 to 1 odds to win Conference USA? Yeah, I think it's a garbage league that's wide open. And uh, Tyson Helton had an interesting approach to the offseason. He only signed four guys uh, out of high school and just decided to raid the portal. He he got 19 transfers, nine from Power 5 programs, and he got uh, the Houston Baptist uh, quarterback, Bailey Zapp, 10,004 yards, 78 touchdowns. He threw for 567 uh, in a 35-33 loss at Texas Tech. So Helton goes and gets the quarterback and the OC, who used to work for Kingsbury and coached Mahomes at Texas Tech, and three of Bailey Zapp's favorite wide receivers from the Houston Baptist team. And he added a lot of Power 5 transfers uh, that are going to be starting, and they, they bring back uh, a couple of first-team Conference USA uh, guys on the defensive side where they were pretty good last year, but they were a pedestrian offense. So uh, I think Western Kentucky is going to be vastly improved. And look out for them at home against Indiana, plus 20 and one-half, September 25th. They get two weeks to prepare, and it's a sandwich for the Hoosiers uh, after hosting Cincy and with at Penn State on deck. All right, let's go back to 187, yeah. 88, and we're going to talk about a Sunbelt team here, Vinny. And it's uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns against Texas. And uh, this game's drawn a lot of interest over the summer. Yeah, Matt, uh, and understandably so, right? 20 starters, at least 20 starters back. We used nine on the game of the year. Uh, we, we hung this uh, with uh, Texas's nine. They initially laid it. We reopened it at 10, and now we're down to eight and a half. So money coming in for Louisiana. And, uh, Brian, I believe you got the Raging Cajuns at plus 10, right? Yeah, I did, um, and I like them on the money line, plus 265, plus 270. 
Sark better have his boys ready. Uh, they are elite on the O-line uh, and in the secondary and on special teams, and their veteran quarterback, Levi Lewis, 54-14 to 14 career TDINT ratio. He has 6,286 passing yards. He also has 745 career rushing yards and nine touchdowns. He was only sacked seven times last year, averaged 6.1 uh, yards Per carry, they only lost once last year by three to Coastal Carolina. Would have gotten the rematch in the Sunbelt Championship game, but that uh, got canceled due to COVID. They won at UAB, Conference USA champs last year. They won by 17 at Iowa State in the opener last year. They're 7-1-1 against the spread. Their last nine as a road underdog under Billy Napier. Uh, this team is very legit. And Sark's boys better be on upset alert. They've got a suspect defense, new coach, new quarterback. I think all the ingredients are there for an upset. Brian Edwards, college football handicapper, VegasInsider.com, also VSIN.com, at Vegas, B. Edwards. All right, set your bias aside. I know you hate Florida State. But uh, Sunday night <laughs> football, Notre Dame, Florida State, and Tallahassee. The number looked like it was going to 10, 10 and a half. It's dipped to seven and a half, total of uh, 55 and a half, 56, Brian. Are the Seminoles possibly live dogs on Sunday night against the Fighting Irish? You know, I'm trying not to have a, a you know, set in stone opinion on FSU this year until I see Mackenzie Milton play because he's been out so long and they added so many transfers. Mm -hmm. um, and Notre Dame's rebuilding their O line. So, uh, and a new quarterback, obviously, in Jack Cohn, who, you know, he's average, not, nothing great. Uh, they do have good running backs, though. They still have some some really good players coming back. Um, I, I'm on the sidelines for this one right now. Uh, just uh, want, I want to see what McKenzie Milton's got. I, have, mm -hmm. you know, I haven't seen him play in years. Uh, yeah, I've, Vinny, I told you was about a week and a half ago, I was waiting for this number to get up yeah, to man, 10, 10 and a half, yeah. and I was going to play the dog, and, and it went the other way. So. Yeah, it did. It, uh, we'd use the nine and a half on the opener down to seven and a half, exactly what you said, 56 for the total. Vinny, there is a Monday night football game oh. in college. Go ahead and give us the numbers on Louisville and Mississippi. Mississippi. This one's in Atlanta as well, Matt, uh, neutral site. Eight for the opener. Uh, laid everything up to now 10 and 76 uh, for this game here. So Ole Miss, 10-point favorites right now against Louisville. Uh, Brian, you are going to play the Monday night game, right? Yeah, so I I had seven and a half for a number about six weeks ago, and I, I bought it to the key number of seven uh, for Ole Miss. So I, I'm not interested at nine and a half or, or ten. I wish I had more at seven. But I, I, uh, I haven't seen first quarter or first half lines. But I think Lane Kiffin's offense will get going quick, so I'll probably be looking for Ole Miss in the uh, first quarter and or the first half. How about that total of 76, too? And uh, Ole Miss played a lot of high-scoring games, and the defense was uh, not very good last season. We'll see if the Rebels are better defensively uh, this year. But I like this Lane Kiffin team a lot. Brian, got less than a minute left. Do you have a couple uh, college football win total plays? The, the numbers are out there. They're still bettable that you would recommend? Yeah, so I got Boston College over seven early in the summer. I, I'm pretty sure most books are at seven and a half now, but they've got a really soft schedule. I still think it's a winner. Uh, I, I said I think they're going to win eight or nine, you know, all summer. Their non-conference is a joke. Colgate, UMass, Temple, uh, coin flip game with Mizzou. At Clemson looks like the only unwinnable game. So very bullish on BC uh, over seven or seven and a half now. All right, that's Brian Edwards, VegasInsider.com. Hey, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, 
fellas. Y'all have a good one. Gee, Brian. It's a lot of college football betting information packed in one segment there, Benny. Pros love to bet college, man. Lots of choices. Brian Edwards got a lot of action on the board in week one of college football. We'll come back talk best bets next. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Now is the right time to start planning your football contest strategy. In the VSIN Pro Football Guide, the perfect way to start. Our VSIN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contest as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VSIN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 or get VSIN all access and everything we offer for the entire football season. As always, vsin.com slash subscribe. Uh, Vinny, over the weekend, you and I played in the Westgate Superbook Golf Tournament. Uh, ben Fox of uh, V-CIN was the lucky winner 
I believe, of a uh, super contest entry. Might be splitting it with somebody. Uh, but the, they combined to uh, have the winning ticket in the uh, drawing, which Ben says, I never win anything in these contests. He walks in the first year and he wins a wins Super a $1, prize. He went, yeah, wins a Superbook entry. entry. Right? Yeah. Nice. I've That's been in that good. thing eight, ten years. I haven't won a stuffed animal. Yeah, but you are the three-time defending champion, That's right? right? Uh, so you, it's <laughs> thanks, not like thanks you. for bringing that you up. You did. I well, I figured I'd do it <laughs> because eventually you get back to your three-peat. <laughs> are the shirts been ordered, by the way? No. The, uh, uh, Matt Eumann's three-peat, no not yet. No shirts. Okay, they'll be in the Vsin store there next we week. Go. Perfect. Congratulations. Uh, but I also mm-hmm. talked to with uh, Derek Stevens downtown on uh, Saturday night, and you know Derek's getting a little bit more optimistic that uh, Circa's going to get closer to these goals he's got to hit with the guarantees and the two contests. And the Circa Millions is going to fly over the uh, four million guarantee. It's going to get there. Uh, how close the Circa Survivor gets, who knows? But Derek's going to get close those goals. I, and I thought Mitch Moss brought up a great point: the the betting market these days. With so many sharp players looking for overlays, almost won't allow a major layover or excuse me, a major overlay overlay, yeah. overlay in a contest like this. Because if you have a huge overlay in the last few days, you're going to get just a crush of entries. And you and I right. talked about that with Nick Bogdanovich last week in the William Hill College Football Contest too, which looks mm-hmm. like it's going to have a huge overlay at this point. I could tell you that this weekend was probably the highest percentage. This past weekend was probably the highest percentage of signups, right? No real surprise mm-hmm. there with uh, college football kicking off and, and fo- the Westgate uh, uh, event drew a lot of, uh, of folks to town. Um, Circa had a, a seminar last. Michael Lombardi uh, uh, or Michael Lombardi was down at Circa doing a uh, a football seminar, and this weekend, Matt, as many as uh, as many uh, entries that were in uh, put in play last weekend, I think this week. Once we get to Thursday, uh, right through the weekend, you're going to see uh, uh, entries increase for sure. There's no doubt about it. Uh, between now and uh, and kickoff, you're going to see plenty. I I don't think if there's an overlay in any of these, Matt, it's not going to be anywhere near uh, what it is today. So there'll be an influx of uh, of betting uh, of signups for these uh, contests. I'll have my money and uh, I'll be headed down to Circuit to sign up. Also to the Westgate Superbook. Probably going to do the William Hill contest. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Golden Nugget. And uh, how about Station Casino with the last man standing? Right? So. Which for College and Pro, well, they have one uh, one for each. Talked College about M. that with Derek uh, Saturday. He said, you know, with all these football contests and all the money up for grabs. If you if you think you're a serious football handicapper, get in as many contests as possible. Sure, that's what that's what I would recommend. I think you see a lot of teams too, Matt. You know, a lot of groups uh, that. Uh, I've given up on the team approach. I don't like it because you got to talk to somebody each week and hash out. Well, I like this team. I like this side, and you argue about it. Uh, I know a couple guys. I think Wes Reynolds and John Von Tobel of V Center on a team. I'm going to predict by week eight, those guys hate each other. You think they're going to be like Felix and Oscar? They'll be the odd couple? You, you, they'll be a divorce? They'll be a divorce by uh, uh, after uh, the first month? Is that, you, is that what you're saying? Vinny, let's take a look at my college football win total best bets. Uh, we took a look at these last week on the show. One of them is off to a good start. Nebraska, Nebraska. under six and a half. Under six and a half on the Huskers looks much better now uh, after they lose the opener as uh Wow. Seven-point favorites at Illinois. Did you I, anticipate that loss straight up, man? I said even if Nebraska won that game, 
I still mm-hmm. thought the Cornhuskers were going to be six and six at best, okay. which is why I played it under yeah. six and a half. Uh, you just can't. I could not see that team getting to seven and five. Uh, now it looks really good. Uh, so Nebraska under six and a half off their good start. Also have Indiana under eight. A lot of books move that number to seven and a half now. But if you can still find eight out there, Hoosiers got to get to nine and three to beat you. I don't think it's happening. And uh, we can expand on that tomorrow when Wes Reynolds is in here. Ole Miss over seven and a half. I like this one a lot, Benny. Monday night, uh, the Rebels mm-hmm. open up as uh, favorites over Louisville. This offensive is explosive. Defense looks yep. better. Ten point favorites now. Uh, Nevada, I've got rated the number one team in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. Now Nevada does have a very tough schedule. I played the Wolfpack over seven and a half. I played Utah over eight and a half. Also got Utah at ten to one to win the Pac-12. And I played Purdue at a buy low spot there at over five. I think Purdue's going to be six and six. Well done, man. Uh, this season, over five wins. Those are the college win total best bets. We come back, we'll take one more look at tonight's baseball betting card. OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need. Live in-game odds and stats, real-time bet tracking, many more features at OddsTrader.com. Vinny, how many home runs did you talk hit baseball? Huh? How many talking baseball? How many home <laughs> runs did you hit yesterday? Quite a little softball <laughs> yesterday. 20, I'm sore today. 2,700 uh, foot elevation uh, help you a little bit? A little bit. All right. Several home runs. So several home runs. Five is by your own account at yeah, least. I think so. All right. So, okay. <laughs> and uh, and the three-peat in golf. Okay, go big, ahead. Big weekend. Boy, get your Matt Eumann's yeah, rookie. Try to win a football handicap. Get your uh, Matt Eumann's rookie cards right away. Let's, uh, let's run down the baseball yeah. card for tonight. How's that sound? Sounds good. Let's start with Cardinals and Reds, two teams in the wild card hunt, and Reds. Uh, with Luis Castillo laying a price tonight against John Lester in Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, Cardinals trying to be more relevant in this wild card chase. The Reds trying to hold on to their spot just a little ahead of the Padres, Matt. Up another nickel now, 205. Dollar 80 opener, 205 of the Reds, 9 to 9 and a half. Just went uh, to, uh, so game being bet over right now. Zach Wheeler not in his best form no. right now. I think this is an intriguing pitching matchup, though. The Phillies obviously need to win. Josiah Gray is is a pitcher that I thought the Dodgers might regret giving up someday. I I like him a lot. I thought he's going to be maybe not a top-of-the-rotation guy, but a number two or number three starter. He's got a lot of talent. But, hey, if you're going to make a deal for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, you have to give something up. Gray starts tonight for the Nationals, and he's a dog at home. Matt, and uh, I believe because it looked like uh, Scherzer – uh, and Turner were going to the Padres, yeah. and I think this was the uh, Padres uh, this, haven't been the same yeah, since. This was the uh, this is the player I think that uh, that turned uh, uh, turned the uh, deal around. So uh, for the Dodgers uh, right now, uh, Phillies are a dollar forty five. Matt forty five cent move to the Nationals here. Uh, Phillies opened at a dollar ninety. It's been all Nationals total on this game now, sitting at eight over, and uh, the Phillies only plus a nickel. On the uh, uh, actually opened, so they were minus minus on the opener, Matt. Minus a dollar twenty now, plus a nickel. 
Padres are playing some pitiful baseball right now. <clears throat> Vinny and uh, Chris Paddock, the sheriff, goes tonight against Tyler Gilbert in Arizona. Believe it or not, the D-backs have been decent since the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. It looks like maybe a little bit of money fading the Padres tonight. Not much. What do you see here on uh, Paddock and Gilbert, San Diego, Arizona? As bad as the uh, Padres have been, Matt, and they've only won three out of the last 16, uh, this is a game where we're seeing – uh, the uh, the Padres getting the betting attention opened a dollar seventy now a dollar eighty total on the game up to nine and a half and uh, the uh, Padres minus fifteen cents on the run line as well. I would not be laying that price with Chris Paddock and the Padres. Blame line. you. How about Corbin Burns and the Brewers against Johnny Cueto and the Giants tonight in San Francisco? And uh, you can get Corbin Burns at a, I think at a low market price of one minus one twenty eight right now. What's the south point? Yeah, we're at one thirty three, Matt. Uh, but uh, did open at a dollar forty. So uh, move to the hometown Giants here, coming off the road seven and a half for this total, uh, with a little shade to the over at fifteen cents. And uh, Brewers plus a quarter on the uh, on the run line. I think they can win by two or more. Braves and Dodgers, and believe it or not, the Dodgers dropped two in a row to the Rockies over the weekend. And were shut out yesterday on three hits. Can the Dodgers find some offense tonight? Drew Smiley and Julio Urias. And uh, the lefty is, uh, again, a big favorite. No surprise. Dodgers, big favorites basically every day. Betters think that the Dodgers uh, can rebound, Matt, here. Uh, Again, 20-cent move to the Dodgers off the $1.80 opener. Now 2-1, minus 105. Uh, you missed out on that plus 105 early on the uh, on the run line for the Dodgers, and uh, this uh, uh, total in the game now is sitting at nine under. We did have a final in baseball today. Jimmy Ott was sweating out this game when we walked into the book before the show. Twins beat the Tigers three to two, and the Twins closed as favorites. They did, Matt. Uh, uh, had the Twins at uh, six to five dollar twenty on the opener. Uh, just shy of a dollar thirty at uh, one twenty eight, and the uh, total on this one. Uh, sitting at nine, they uh, they bet it over, and uh, it uh, it did not get there. Plus, uh, let's see, where'd you get the Twins? At, uh, you got, you got the Tigers. You had to lay a buck forty-five. They covered the run line. How about the Orioles? They've been uh, knocked around by the Rays, and uh, tonight they might get knocked around or beat by Robbie Ray. And it's going to be uh, Chris Ellis opposing Robbie Ray and Toronto, the biggest favorite on the board tonight by far. Matt, up another 20 cents since we looked at these games about a half hour ago, 40 minutes ago, up to 340. Uh, this is a game uh, that opened 280. It's uh, Jays, straight bets. Give me the Jays. Uh, give me a, on the side. Give me in every parlay. Give me minus one and a half, minus <laughs> $1.80. This game's probably going to go off at 2-1 to one on, the, uh, on the run line. It's just an absolute... I don't. I am. I, nobody wants any part of the Orioles right now. Nine for the total. I mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. The the Tampa Bay Rays eighteen and one against yeah. the Orioles this season. Take, they took care of the business one. they needed yeah. to take care of, Matt. Am right? You know, better than the Red Sox uh, and better than the Yankees against uh, the O's. I think uh, I'm thinking about playing the Rays tonight, and uh, the Rays are favored at the Trop against the Red Sox and Nick Pavetta. Matt, uh, up to a dollar forty-two. Got uh, uh, again, uh, just continues to creep up here. Dollar twenty-five uh, on the opener total on the game from eight and a half to nine, and the Rays plus forty. Uh, if you if you like them, do you uh, do you bet them on the uh, on the run line? No, you don't really like. Run no, lines. I'm not going to do that. All right. I don't even like laying the buck forty. I was just, that's why I hadn't bet it yet, and I don't know if I will. But uh, the Rays right now six games ahead of the Yankees, even though the Yankees just won thirteen out of fifteen. 
Yankees are favored in Anaheim tonight. Corey Kluber, and we do have a uh, pitcher name for the Angels now. It looks like Mike Mayers. Mayers is going tonight, Matt, in this game. Remember, we talked about it before the pitcher uh, was announced for the Angels. Yanks were about $1.70, We're at 85 now uh, for this game. Total on the game, nine over at 15 cents. And the Yankees minus 120 on the, uh, on the run line. In Anaheim. Yankees lost three to one last night. They've had a power outage in that lineup the last couple days after they looked unbeatable during that thirteen game win streak. Got cooled off by the A's in Oakland. How about Houston and Seattle? And uh, the Astros trying to uh, stay ahead of the A's in that division. Luis Garcia and the Astros favored against Chris. Chris Flexen and the Mariners tonight. Yeah, Matt, uh, uh, Stroh's 55. That's where it opened. Uh, even money on the uh, on the run line and uh, eight and a half under for this total. Not a lot of movement on this game whatsoever. A little surprising because there's always, there's always Astros money. I would think there's not a lot of action on this last game. Rockies, Rangers, and Texas Marquez against Alexi and uh, the Rockies. Favorite on the road, Vinny. Matt, two-way action. $1.55, down to 36 up to 44 More action on this game than the uh, Astros-Mariners. Eight and a half under for the total, and the Mariners minus 120 if you want to take that run on a half. All right, we've got news on Carson Wentz and the Colts. When We'll take another look at NFL Week 1 when we come back. v the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity, 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. And you must be 21. The BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. And Danny Burke coming up next today on this. Bet Rivers uh, sponsored show here on VSIN. Don't want to miss that. Danny Burke, very sharp Russia. college football handicapper as well. All right, Vinny, we've got some news in the NFL. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz, center Ryan Kelly, who's a pro bowler, and receiver Zach Paschal placed on the reserved COVID 19 list. Now, those guys came in close contact with a Colts staff member who tested positive, according to the story from uh, ESPN.com. They can come off the COVID list. I think within five days. Quentin Nelson, the guard, uh, has returned to practice as well. So uh, there's been a lot of drama going mm. on with the culture. They just lost T.Y. Hilton T.Y. Hilton's out. to injury, too. Right. Uh, so it's one week you're optimistic about the Colts. Next week it's bad news, good news, bad news, pessimistic, optimistic. All right, so this uh, number has jumped around a little bit. Week one, Seahawks at Colts in Indianapolis and uh, Seahawks. Favored by less than a field goal at some spots, but you're seeing threes pop up yes. at others. Like Circa, where is the South Point stand? You're seeing on this a three game? right here where yep. we're sitting, Matt. Uh, let, you know, you look at this game, and again, Week One uh, has been. By the time these games kick off, Matt, you know, almost four months, three, you know, depending on where, but uh, anywhere from three to four months worth of uh, of action, right? Folks coming in late spring and all during the summer uh, to make their plays. Heats up too with. Uh, the uh, preseason as folks get to, to see what's happening. But this one, as you mentioned, you got to remember the Colts opened as two-and-a-half-point favorites when we put these mm-hmm. up uh, last spring. And then we, we took it off in July with the whole Carson Wentz situation, uh, reopened it uh, uh, in early August uh, to Seahawks three-and-a-half. They took the three-and-a-half, three all the way down to one. And uh, the adjustments were made. We're back up to three. So it's yeah. kind of been a, a bit of a roller coaster with the uh, – uh, with the game, not so much with the betting, but the adjustments uh, that uh, we've had to make because of personnel, particularly. Has this been, uh, would the, you say, uh, the most side. volatile game on the week it, one board? There's no question. This is yeah. the game that's seen the the, the, the most movement. And, the, the, and again, you had both sides favored at uh, at different times. So we've seen yeah. some movement in the Cowboys Buccaneers opener on next uh, next Thursday night, September yeah. 9th. It's not a lot of. I mean, it's it's very minor movement, but we were seeing eights on this game. I still see an eight out there at William Hill in Vegas, but uh, seven and a half here at the South Point. No, we're at eight. You're at eight. We're now. at eight. We just went to fifty-one though on the total. Okay. Uh, so the total initially came down, uh, but now going uh, going back up. I'm not real surprised at that, Matt. Again, Did this man, number so. open here six or six and a half? Six and a half, Matt. Uh, on the uh, on the opener last uh, last spring. 
What's your take on Dak Prescott? And, you know, we didn't get to see him play in the preseason. There were a few quarterbacks you didn't get to see play at all. You didn't see Matthew Stafford of the Rams, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, and Prescott recovering from a shoulder injury, so mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're going to get. And the Cowboys' offense, you got to think uh, the timing's not going to be there right away because those guys just haven't been on the field together. I think you're, you're it's still a big number to lay against a pretty good team, and the Cowboys obviously have some firepower. But how would you look at this as a handicapper? I think you looked at it the exact uh, the, the way you described it, Matt. I mean, again, that that speaks to the fact that this game's moved a point and a half. I mean, not that you saw a tremendous amount of Brady and everybody, but it, again, it's Brady, right? It's the it's the Buccaneers, everybody back, and then some added some uh, some more depth. I just think that there's a lot of questions, uh, uh, not about uh, the Cowboys overall. I mean, when mm-hmm. you, did you see anything in four games? Nothing uh, uh, during the preseason that would lead you to believe, boy, these they they should be the favorites uh, in, in in the NFC. No, in East. fact, I make Washington the favorite. I do. In my think, yeah. personal sports book, Vinny, Washington is the favorite to win the NFC East. Yeah. That's the way I wrote it up in the VSIM Pro Football and, Betting Guide, and I could see it. Much better defense. Dominant the, front four. The best with defense Washington. in the division. In, in the, Number four scoring in, defense in the NFL last season yeah. with Washington. Cowboys were horrendous on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think they're better, but we don't know they're better. We watch the Cowboys in four preseason games, and I see the same problems mm-hmm. with Mike McCarthy that I saw last year. Yeah. And I, I don't know that the Cowboys have fixed anything. That said, also, I don't like to lay a number like this in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Certainly don't like to lay a number like this against a, a good quarterback. Uh, but when you look at this game, I hate to be on the sideline for the first game of the NFL season. I just don't have a a strong opinion on it right now. And I think if you were laying the points with the Bucks in the last uh, month or so, you were thinking, hey, I'm going to lay the points here. And if Dak Prescott doesn't play, I've got a good number. Well, I've got a good bet because if the Cowboys have to go with Gary Gilbert, they're not going to cover. No, they're not, Matt. But I think the other part of it is this wait and see. Now, again, right. once we get final confirmation on Prescott, which we think he's, he's going to go at this point, it looks like he's going to go. But maybe uh, from a timing standpoint, again, it's probably an advantage uh, for the Buccaneers in the first half, mm-hmm. right? I mean, maybe that's maybe that's the way. Or to your point, you don't want to be on the sideline. The, the the great part about that is the eye test tells you a whole lot. So the in game, you know, depending on what you see there, right. you know, you, so maybe or you combine the first half with the in game in in some uh, in, in some way as well. So you'll okay. find some uh, something. Uh, I'll find something. Interest you. Vinny, I might even tease the Buccaneers down to minus one and a half. You might. A teaser for my humans. Brent Musburger likes the teasers. Oh, by the way, Brent's got a column up on vcin.com. Check it out. Some of the top storylines of the NFL season. When Brent speaks, you listen. We're trying to get Brent on the teasers. show this week. Yes. Uh, the Raiders on. wrapped up their preseason schedule yesterday with a. Uh, they mailed it in, Vinny. And Nathan they didn't Peterman. Tell, they didn't play anybody, Matt. Right? Nathan Peterman, a quarterback, a lot of backups. Raiders obviously were not taking the game very seriously. John Gruden. Uh, on the wrong end of a 34 to 10 game in San Francisco yesterday, I think the Raiders might be live dogs in the opening Monday night though. And right now it's four, four and a half. Do you think we'll see a five again before kickoff on uh, September 13th? Ravens at Raiders. I don't know, Matt. You might, and there's no real difference between four and a half and five. Um, but we did get as low as four. Uh, of course, now no J.K. Dobbins right for the Ravens. So you wonder if they're going to. Uh, uh, add some depth. They, you know, they've said all the things that you, you would expect 
them to say about what well, we're confident and we're happy with our depth. But I think one of the teams are probably going to talk to is we were talking about uh, Deshaun Watson earlier from you. Maybe maybe you look at Houston for one of their one uh, maybe to make a, a move for, for one of their backs. Mm-hmm. But this game, uh, four and a half on the opener, down to four, back up to to four and a half. Uh, with the Ra- uh, Ravens as uh, favorites, fifty-one for the total has not moved. Um, you may, uh, Matt. You know where we get, we did see action is the Raiders on the money line. Uh, this this money line opened two fifty, uh, two ten, and it's now sitting at two ten one eighty. So uh, a lot of local support for the Raiders uh, on the money line here. No real shock. The Ravens twenty game win streak in the preseason. John Harbaugh, the king of the preseason. Yes, he is. They love they love the better and they uh, and they and they bet them they fought they fought. that's the one streak that was consistent uh, and consistently bet. All right, Vinny, uh, one more game to talk about here. The NFC East was one eleven and one in the preseason. Okay, it was the worst division in the NFL last year. Is it the worst division again? Uh, Washington's a team I do like in that division. Washington, a home dog, on that first Sunday against the Chargers with a low total. And uh, I'm taking a look at the home dog in this one. What do you have the number at right now? One, one and a half? I one. think the twos have disappeared. Yeah, Matt, one. We used one, uh, and that's where we're at here with the Chargers here. You, I, I, it would not shock me if uh, the Washington football team went off as a favorite in this game. Uh, I, I, it wouldn't shock me at all, especially with that defense at home. They're better at quarterback this year, I believe, uh, with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So uh, 45 for the, uh, for the total. Uh, did, so it's a little bit of an uptick. Uh, in terms of the over here, but uh, and then the Chargers uh, minus a quarter plus uh, plus an Mac. If you like the home team here, it's you just you don't lay a dollar ten uh, and and uh, take one. You just you bet plus one hundred five. You take uh, take the money line. Yeah, you told me that once, and then the game was decided by one. But point. that game was decided by one point. The one yeah. time it happened. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, all NFC East teams are underdogs in Week One, Vinny. Not necessarily big dogs, but well, the Cowboys, Washington, the Giants, and the Eagles, all underdogs in week one. And uh, the Giants also at home, right? To the Broncos. Uh, to the Broncos. So, uh, you know, and then, you know, Matt, uh, it's it's probably still from a power rating standpoint, probably still going to be uh, the lowest uh, team. Uh, Eagles on the road, they're three and a half. Uh, point. They, they did get bet, though. Uh, they did take the four with uh, with the Eagles initially. Um, but it's the Falcons who have really not looked good either in uh, in the preseason. But uh, uh, the Giants uh, now two-point dogs at home against the Broncos, up to two and a half, you're seeing. I, I, I have to tell you, Matt, uh, when you look at – because we do rate teams, have power rank, uh, ratings for teams. You also look at divisions. Uh, I'd have to say that uh, it's probably still the, uh, the lowest rated of the, uh, of the divisions. Yeah, I'm not sure what what other divisions even in contention with the uh, no. NFC East as far as worse. I think maybe the AFC South. Uh, uh, maybe you could say with with, the with, with uh, Texans, with the Jaguars, Jaguars coming Titans up, Titans yeah. and the Colts with their problems. Yeah, but that, uh, maybe. But I still like the Colts and the Titans when they're healthy. Yeah, they're better than uh, than the, the four teams. Uh, any, but again, Washington. I'm with you. Uh, I like them. Uh, I like their defense, Matt. That's going to keep them in a lot of games. What did you take away, as we wrap it up, what did you take away from the first weekend of uh, college football with uh, UCLA, a blowout winner, Illinois, an underdog winner? I think this uh, Nebraska is, uh, I don't think this is going out on a limb. Nebraska's got issues, and Scott Frost, I think, is going to be fighting for his job. I wouldn't put too much into UCLA. 
Uh, I think it's great that they had a game going into the LSU game. Uh, I think it's going to help them, but I think this uh, LSU is going to be an entirely different animal. Uh, the biggest thing takeaway was folks were ready for it. They loved it. And college football and pro football here. we got the six months worth of football. That's going to be a great week of uh, college football. A lot of good games on this board this week in uh, week one. And uh, thanks to Jimmy Ott of ESPN Radio Baton Rouge and uh, Brian Edwards of Vegas Insider jumping on today to handicap several of the college football games on the board. If you missed the show, find a replay at vcin.com. Danny Burke, Gil Alexander on deck on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.